live from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, it's Essie Gurus. What is a rainmaker? Webster's defines a rainmaker as a person whose influence can initiate progress or ensure success. SC Guru's Rainmaker comes to you each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, bringing you some of the biggest rainmakers on the World Wide Web. Our guests will include major search engine executives, payment processors, advertising executives, and an array of sales and marketing pros. We invite you to join your host. Darren Pappen, also known as Essie Guru, and his beautiful co-host, Brandy. Essie Guru is the foremost authority on search engine optimization and has taught at conferences worldwide. Brandy is an expert in business development, public relations, and sales and marketing. Together, they bring you Rainmaker, a true crossover platform for mainstream and high-competition webmasters alike. Log into the chat, kick back, and get ready to open yourself up to a new generation of Webmaster Radio. It's Essie Guru and Brandy, and you're listening to well, there you have it, folks. It is Thursday, and uh, God, this feels really strange. It does, doesn't it? it? It is, and for those of you listening, you're probably going, God, Brandy sounds different. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of like, it, it's bad, it's good, it's different. I'm not exactly sure how I feel about it, except I have to say I'm very comfortable right now. Yeah, well. It's almost like the old days, except I'm not wearing high heels. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> For long-time listeners, <laughs> if you're wondering, or short-time listeners wondering what the inside joke is, uh, back when we started this show, uh, you know, the the time slot we picked had it, you know, you know it's, this is an evening time slot, so, uh, you know, we're we're doing the show at the house, and, you know, Brandy would walk around in high heels, and that was just about it and she would be on one telephone extension i'd be on the other and uh, well, you'd be on one floor and i'd be on the other yep, floor and yep yep. Um, yep and and people just got to thank you so much for sharing that much information well you know i just i kind of thought i'd paint a little picture there and it, it was uh, <laughs> now, now the listeners are getting off the line they're like horribly grossed out by that site but that was my thing because i could <laughs> You know, and like, for, I don't know, for women listeners out there, you know, there's something about, you know, you put on heels and you just sort of, right? you come into your own, it gives you strength, it gives you power, right, you need right. nothing else. And oh, gosh. That was my, my big joke to society. So we can uh, move on from that. No, it's funny. Sean in the chat room is going, say that again, but slowly, please. <laughs> That's bizarre. Right. Uh, I know. Uh, anyway, hey, so we're back from New York. We are. Uh, I, I feel like we I'm having... Are? Are you sure we're not I in like, another hotel room right I know. now? I'm, I'm having this weird deja vu kind of thing because I, I just went through the same conversation not only one hour ago with Greg Bozer going, hey, so we're back from New York. <laughs> oh, did you say to him, are you sure we're back from New York? Are you no, sure we're not just in another city no, and it's, it's cold? <laughs> it's not that much of a deja vu kind of thing, but... Uh, it was. It was cold up there. You know, we were eating. Uh, you know, eating on the street right there at the street corner. Which you no, know, we 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 weren't. You 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 were. I ate on. I ate off the street corner, man. Which I is like a there. really cool New York experience. To yeah. Do. Well, I did that on the last day. I say I saved it up. You saved it up. You 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 you. you I was a deli hound though this time. I really was. He has absolutely and possibly been converted. I had the Carnegie Deli delivering. Like every day. To right the to the hotel room. Right. <laughs> But for those of you that don't know, we were actually in New York last week for the Search Engine Strategies Conference. We are very proud to be their official radio network and uh, very exciting to be part of um, a small part, but uh, a part of the whole Ask launch where Barry Diller was the keynote speaker right. um, for the Search Engine Strategies Conference. We actually streamed his keynote live and then made it available in podcast format in its entirety, and then we also broke it into three different pieces so that if someone was more interested in hearing about the retirement of Jeeves versus the various product launches, they could serve up what they needed to. And I got to so, tell you, boy, you know, there were a lot of people that listened to that thing. I, I mean, I, I, 
you know, my bandwidth bill came in. I'm just, uh, I'm freaking, man. There were people <laughs> downloading that thing. Like, we set records. It was amazing. It was an amazing yeah, numbers, event. But it really was. For, for something that was done at the last minute that had very little promotion and very little legs under it, and, you know, for the most part, the bulk or the core of the search engine world was in New York, oh, my God was this a really valuable tool, not only, I think, for the people at Ask in regard to making sure that all of this information was pushed out in a really unique, creative way to the media, and the media got to get it exactly um, from the horse's mouth, as it were. But, I mean, it, was, it worked out really well for everyone, and there was a lot of attention brought to us by virtue of that, which was great. We also podcast um, several of the sessions, several of the high-level sessions from SES, so if you weren't able to attend... Um, or you were there, but my God, it was such great information, you need to revisit it again. Um, those are also available to you, and those are brought to you by um, Bruce Clay Incorporated, Position Technologies, or Position Tech, and PR Web. <sighs> Did you get that? Okay, we've got, and, but yeah, we've got more announcements. Okay. Oh, yeah, and then of course, you know, Darren spoke on the panel, and he was really, really, really brilliant. That was fun. That was fun. It was really great. So um, he's a brilliant speaker. And we got to see spam a lot. Poor John's like hanging out on the line going, can I say something? <laughs> like, any time yeah. now. John, John's he's got a new in. toy. I want to know what it is, too. Yeah, he's hiding in the background. It's okay. We'll bring him out. We'll bring him out in a minute, folks. You guys just hold on a freaking minute. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm just saying. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so horrible. We love John. I'm like so into like the whole quick stacks yeah, <laughs> John, we're going to talk about that. You know what? Let's let's do this. Let's do this so we knock it on the same page. Let's uh, let's listen to you. You're a whack job. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll be joined by uh, John Marshall, John Marshall, CEO of ClickTrack. Stay with us, folks. Sit tight and don't move. Rainmaker. We'll be back after this short break. Raising your ad inventory profits to the next level today is as simple as xy7.com, the only affiliate network giving you top payouts daily. Plus, you'll enjoy over 100 fresh high-converting offers, your own xy7.com debit card, good anywhere, and true 24-7 dedicated support. Our affiliate managers even sleep with their Blackberries. So why run your ads anywhere else? Let your site work harder for you today with xy7.com so you won't have to. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Increase your organization's bottom line with unique, highly effective, permission-based email solutions from Exact Target. Now, discover why more than 4,000 organizations worldwide rely on Exact Target's on-demand software for strengthening customer relationships and controlling email throughout their enterprise. Get superior technology and support for bottom line business impact with Exact Target. Visit www.exacttarget.com today. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune.
to Rainmaker, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. All righty. We are back. How you doing, babe? Yeah, um, you know, well, you know, I'm not going to go there. I'm doing wonderful, darling. How are you? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm doing just fine as she hacks up along over there. <laughs> Make me believe it. Sell it to me, baby. I'm feeling fabulous. Actually, I am feeling fabulous. We've got a new show kicking off a week from Tuesday. We do. We do. We are relaunching affiliate marketing today, and uh, um, we're very excited to have the folks over at Commission Junction spearheading that project. They just have uh, executives from there are going to be co-hosting it, right. and it is going to rock. And the show basically is going to have you know sort of three segments um, each week. One for the beginner, one for the intermediate, and then one for the advanced. So there's something for everyone, and you can really tune in to the, the part that's most important to you. Hey, that's kind of cool. Uh, hey, it is. But you know what? We've got like one of like our favoriteest clients, most respected people in the industry. Co-host and I got to tell you, he, he's he's a built-in star waiting to happen. Oh, he is a star. John Marshall. He's a star. John Marshall of Click Tracks. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you, Darren. <laughs> doing great. You flatter me. You Come on, do. John. You flatter me. Listen, I got I got up early. I got up early one morning. For those of you who don't know this, I got up early, and I I, I drove into the studio uh, because we were doing this pre-search engine strategy show, and yeah, but John got up way earlier than and you. John did. Oh, no, get he up. was in London. No, oh, he didn't. No, no, he was in London. He was in London, and. Uh, John John was 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 lined up to be the very first host, um, you know, guest co-host or guest host, I guess it is, uh, f- you know, for that show along with Danny. And uh, John, I think that was your first time doing doing that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was great fun, and you know, spending spending time just chatting with Danny is just, uh, that's a privilege right there. Yeah, that 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 it is. Are you breaking something over there? I am. I'm so sorry. What are you doing? It's the cold medication. <laughs> 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 well, there you have it. That's you know hazards of uh, of live radio here. Uh, so John, John, I, I I was in here. I was listening to you, and I'm going. There's no way John had done this before. Like you know, uh, I, I, you just fell right into the zone. You had a good time with it, and uh, you were good, man. You finger on the pulse. Like I've got so much to talk to you about tonight. Like this is just it's uh, it's it's stupid, uh, especially considering um, you know. I guess the conversation will continue. Uh, the show prior to this, we were discussing click fraud and um, you know the whole Google settlement thing. So you know I'm going to ask you questions about that, right? Uh, yeah, I was kind of assuming it. Yeah, you know yeah, that's yeah, coming. It's, it's very interesting topic. You know very that, interesting topic. And, and, you know. At, um, analysts and uh, data heads like us at ClickTracks are, uh, you know, following that kind of thing very closely. And, and, and you know, I last time we were here, you, you kind of you gave an overview of of what you guys are all about, and you know, kind of how how things got kicked off. Um, you know, you guys, you you're kind of out there in the forefront, you know, in in analytics. Uh, what, what's it feel like? You know, when you when you see days like yesterday, uh, you know, and, and people going, hey, $90 million settlement, and, and uh, you know, suddenly analytics is, um, you know, really a very, very important factor here. What, what's, what's yesterday make you feel like? Um, yeah, boy, it's interesting. Um, we've always uh, advocated, and, and, and I, might, I might even say um, pressured, um, customers to pay attention to the data um, because, um, you know, when, when you look at really successful um, online companies, they, they pretty much, without exception, they seem to be data-driven. Um, you know, Jeff, um, Jeff Bezos at Amazon right, right. is um, notorious for, in meetings, you know, you know, there's a discussion going on, and, and he'll pretty much shut it down and say, you know, we, we don't need to debate this. We just need the data. The data will tell us, you know, what we need to know. Um, and in the in, in the, the sort of fairly close knit world of um, web analytics, we're often um, telling each other and, and hearing that um, uh, people out there with um, fairly large pay per click budgets are oftentimes flying blind. Um, and it, 
it's sometimes as as a as a as a company that's 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 built on this sort of data analysis model and um, workflow, um, you know, we're kind of beating our head against the wall because we we want people to pay attention to the data and you know we want people to be rational and we want people to be data driven um, and it's actually uh, something like yesterday's announcement that um, suddenly everybody kind of wakes up because it's just such a big number right and, and it's clear that um, you, when, when there's a when there's a press announcement with a number attached to it the number is obviously implicitly data so everybody right. suddenly starts running around going wow you know there's probably data about this somewhere and you know we we're in this great opportunity to say yes there is we've been we've been trying to tell you that for the last four years um, here's data and you know here's our software and we can get data in front of you that tells you these kind of things now I'm kind of, I'm wondering uh, there's there's a lot of questions being asked is it enough you mean you mean you mean the the, the size of the settlement yes. or, or the volume of data? Yeah, no, 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 no. The, the settlement, the settlement. Is it enough considering um, you know h- how much effort people have put into pouring over the data? Well, um, is it enough? Is it know, is it just it, it, buying let me, time? Let me let me share with you an um um. This is kind of uh, this is somewhat anecdotal, but um. I spend a lot of time um, talking to customers. Now, you know, like yourselves, I was at SES, um, what was that? It was last week already, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, last week. You're crazy. Yeah. And, um, for, you know, being at a show is just great. You know, I, I, um, um, I thrive on the environment of, uh, um, of being on the show floor and, and in the booth and demoing and talking to people. Um, something interesting that um, we noticed is, um, and this, of course, was before this announcement, you know, about the settlement with the click fraud with Google. Um, the companies that get um, most, the companies that are most aware, let's phrase it like this, the companies that are most aware of click fraud problems um, and the companies that are most vocal are actually those with the smallest ad spend. Right. This is kind of uh. counterintuitive, but mm-hmm. you know the big companies with, with very large budgets that, that um, you know get attention like we've just seen. Um, they, they, they you know certainly it's, it's very pressworthy and everything like that. But what we've noticed is that small companies, <laughs> the smaller the company is, the more any click fraud that's going on um, directly affects them because you know you're kind of. Well, the, your your, yeah. ad, your ad spend is small, so you need every click counts. Yeah, that's right. And and right. you know, for, for for many companies, it's a, you know it's a question of, of between profitability and, and making a loss. Um, and also, it, the smaller companies, I mean, they you know they take it personally. It's you know people get hopping mad about this kind of stuff. Um, so the the announcement um, yesterday and the the attention that it's getting, um, you know, while on the one hand we 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 really like that, um, it's also true that you know smaller companies have been there's been a sort of a constant background hum of um, awareness of this for for probably two years um, and uh, certainly a year. So uh, we, you know, we like the announcement, and definitely um, getting the, the, the spotlight shone on this, this sort of somewhat murky corner. I think is good for everybody. Um, but, but you know, it's actually the small, it's actually the small bad, stuff right. that kind of gets people upset. Right now, what's the side effects of uh, of all this for you? Um, I think um, I think there's, there's actually um, two. There's two consequences. Um, certainly, interest in data increases. And um, you know we we um, we see increased um, interest in our in our product, and you know that's all good stuff. And actually, you know, by coincidence, last week at SES we we announced um, version six point one of our product, which which actually includes a specific click fraud analysis feature. Um, you know, so that was. Uh, you know, that was uh, definitely very um, timely for us, and I guess mm-hmm. we were just lucky. Um, but the, the second thing that we see, um, which I think is is in some ways not so good, um, to, to be honest, is we see more people um, that are seeking, that, that are assuming click fraud is taking place on their site. Um, so you will see what you will see happen. I believe is as a result of the settlement, um, you will see 
more people um, examine the data of their uh, from their um, analytics, um, assuming they're using something, um, right. and the, and then of those people, a greater number of them, I think, will now say, "Hey, I've got click fraud going on." The problem is that they, that they may have click fraud going on, or they may not, and this is where um, we tend to be very. Um, very careful about training our customers because um, the web analytics gives you um, evidence of what's going on. It doesn't actually conclusively Ooh. tell you right. what's going on. Right. Right. Um, it, it can't, and you can't replace the human intelligence involved. Um, so you know our software, even in six point one, it gives you very strong and easy to understand evidence of what's going on. But we don't have, like, a, a, now a, 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 a sort of at the end of this analytics process, we don't say, you know, therefore you should get a refund from this engine for this much money. I mean, it's just, it's just not that simple. You've still got to think. Um, and I guess I'm a little, uh, on, the, on the negative side, I guess I'm a little afraid that um, there will be... Um, claims of click fraud that are unencumbered by the thought process. Do you think it's going to really, uh, you know, get that rampant with people going, you know, hey, you know, I, I did a buy with you, my average conversion rate is this, and, you know, your, you know, your click stream that, that I bought, uh, you know, doesn't behave in anywhere near. I mean, do you think they're going to be, you know, people are going to be, yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah, they're going to well, be and, that stupid. And, and, you know, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> well, well, yeah, they're going to go easy. Time. Easy way. I mean, I think the unfortunate thing is in a lot of situations, like you said, there was a, um, you know, the, the smaller um, group of you know people that own smaller companies kept trying to you know get attention and say, hey, you know what, like I'm having click fraud, but it was but it was a small hum. And you have these big companies that have money to do big, huge ad buys. Well, at the end of the day, no matter how much of a dedicated employee you are. Hey, you know what? What's a couple of thousand dollars to a couple of hundred thousand dollars, let's say, that we're spending? So it wasn't a huge thing because that wasn't a priority to them. But for the small guy, it was life or death. And that's the scary part about it. And unfortunately, it has to become a huge, huge number that probably did put a lot of companies, who you'll never hear about because they're in the graveyard now, out of business, for it to affect major yeah. businesses to the point where they get a huge settlement. Yeah. And I can see people using that as a true excuse for trying to get money back and also say, hey, you know, because class action suits are not the easiest things in the world. Oh, I know. Ex- ex- exploitations are going to be there. People are going to try and exploit the system. That, that That's always there. You know, but... but um, yeah, again, I, I don't necessarily think that the mentality is going to be there. Oh, I did add buys, and you know, I I, sh- I should go after my my eighteen cents, you know, in this, you know, in this in this suit. Um, you know, I I think that it's you know likely a bigger issue of um, you know um, you know big corporate America versus the little guy, you know, with his ad spends. Do you know what I mean? I mean, John, does that make sense? Yeah, I, um, I, I think you're largely right. Um, the, 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 the challenge will be um, how much of this stuff falls into a gray area. Right. So you, you've, definitely, you've definitely got um, just egregious click fraud, right? I mean, it's just, you know, right. you can just see that's what's going on. And we, um, we do, you know, for our customers, um, a certain amount of forensics in this space. You know, if, if a customer is, uh, of ours is, you know, using one of our more um, high-end products and, you know, we, we have some sort of a relationship there, um, we will end up doing forensics. And, y- and anybody that knows anything about how this stuff works, you can kind of look at the data and you go, well, there's really no question of that. So that's at one end of the spectrum. You've got a, a, at another end, the other end of the spectrum, you've got um, actually really people build ads that just don't convert. Um, now, I mean, actually, I'll give you an example. In fact, this was um, at the conference. This was um, uh, part of a presentation from um, Brian Eisenberg. Um, so, you know, I've got to give Brian credit for this, but it was just a phenomenal um, example. Um, he did a search on something like, I think the product was a, it was a type of cell phone. Um, and it was a very specific model of cell phone, you know, where you, where you just, you know, the, the very, the, the name of the product is, it, it, it might be a trio or something like that. It's just so mm-hmm. completely descriptive. 
when you click into the PPC ad, you go to just a completely generic page in the uh, Target website that just kind of says, we have calling plans. It's got nothing to do with the very specific model number that somebody went to the trouble of typing into an engine. Now, whoever built that ad is getting a very large number of clicks that just arrive at the Target page and bail. Right. And when you, when you look at that data, you know, it kind of looks like click fraud. It's just the data kind of looks the same. There are some things about click fraud that look different, but to, to the uneducated eye, that kind of looks like click fraud. And I think I'm somewhat cautious here because I think there, there may be some marketers that are um, less willing to think through the data and think through just like, what is my customer experience here that might say, hey, I've got click fraud on this ad, you know, and well, you know, you don't have click fraud, you just kind of didn't build a very good landing page. Right, 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 and how, so how do you, well, what do you think the guidelines are going to be going for that's going to be able to dictate that? Y- you know what, hold, hold that thought, let's do this, let's, uh, let's take a quick break, when we come back, we're going we're gonna to dive right in and get the answer to that question. Stay with us, John. Sit tight and don't move. Rainmaker. We'll be back after this short break. Three AM traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. Finally, an easy way to advertise online. From planning to analysis and everything in between. Take control with TrueAdvertiser.xls. From TrueEffect. Now manage your entire ad serving experience with your Microsoft Excel workbook. Save time. Save money. Reduce training and easily control your data with TrueAdvertiser.xls from TrueEffect. Taking the mystery out of online advertising once and for all. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. E-commerce marketers, listen up. Ecom Expo, the virtual trade show for search, affiliates, and interactive marketers is now completely free for all attendees. Imagine all the benefits of a top trade show coming to a PC near you. April 4th through the 6th, more than 7,000 of your Years will be there making it the largest trade show for e-commerce marketers in the world. The entire event is 100% online, virtual, and free. So register today at www.ecomxpo.com. Rainmaker, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Well, and we're back. And I see uh, see Mama Brandy in the chat room. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Just when people think I'm not looking. <laughs> running, run, running police... Uh, 
uh, I guess uh, eyeballing. She's she's playing uh, she's playing bad cop in the chat room. Yeah, I'm well, good we, at bad cop. But anyway, we, but let's get back. We've yeah, got tonight a tremendous supporter of the Webmaster Radio FM network. Um, a true visionary uh, when it comes to uh, web analysis. God, you know, it's so funny. This is another story. Anyway, <laughs> and just a true pioneer I among know where men. You're going one with of this. our favorite people, John Marshall, CEO, clicktracks.com. How are you doing, John? Thank you. Boy, yeah, that's quite an introduction. Do I live up to it? I hope so. <laughs> you do. You mm. do. I so did not get enough time to spend with you in New York. I felt very ripped off. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was uh, not as much, um, not as much um, one-on-one social life and socializing, I think, than compared to other shows. Mm-hmm. It, it's so big. I mean, the show's just got so big, it's, it's just almost impossible to see everybody. You know, that's what I was saying. I was saying that there, there was a completely different vibe. Was it, was it just me? Like, but, but like on a, on a one-to-one level, it was just a very different show. Yeah, it's big. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's a testament to how good it is. Um, but yeah, it's just, just um, it's you know, big. There's, there's a bunch of people that, that after the show, you know, emailed me and said, uh, "Well, hey, John, you know, where were you? Were you there? <laughs> right." <laughs> I mean, I kept seeing John and his little prisoner from a distance. <laughs> is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's so cute. They had a. Um, they, well, I don't know. You can explain, John, what you all the interesting things you had going on at your booth. Well, we we um, because we launched this um, module in ClickTracks Pro that does you know that that does um, predictive analysis of uh, click fraud. Um, we decided that yeah, you know, this is what we're going to um, use as the, um, the, the the gimmick at the show. And uh, you know, I mean, you know Dan um, here at ClickTracks, and he's just—he's uh, such a creative guy, and he—he he always wants something different at each show. And I think we've, we've started to get kind of a reputation for it. I think people get disappointed if we don't have something, you know, slightly absurd. You know, um, I, when I think of Dan Robbins, do, do you know what I think of? Oh God, I'm so nervous. What do you? Think? I, <laughs> I think I think of tolerance. I tolerance. Think, I, tolerance. I think of patience. I think of deliverance. Well, well that too. That too. I, I you mean, think of what? What, John? You think of what? D- deliverance. Deliverance. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I look at it. See, the reason why I say that is because I happen to know that my, my wife's phone calls Dan oh, Robbins true. probably 50 times a day. So um, I don't know what it is with technology, but 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 poor Dan, like it'll call him at three in the morning, and Dan's going, "All right, are you at a trade show? Or is this just your phone calling me?" Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. So, uh, I know it's ridiculous. The, the poor guy. Uh, so that's why when I think of Dan, he's a great guy, but boy, do I think he's really patient. <laughs> yeah, you know what? A, he is really patient. B, he is super, super talented. I mean, I just really have to say. And, I'm gonna, and then we'll go back to the question um, and not get ahead of ourselves here that um, we asked prior to the break. But, but truly, like, the entire, and I think that's why um, I enjoy working with ClickTracks so much, the entire staff over at ClickTracks is so committed to the company, to the product, on integrity and delivering something that's amazing and working with the clients. Um, I mean, Dan Robbins, break bread with him, consider him a friend, and really respect him for what he does in his career. Yeah, he's a good Same guy. Thing with yeah, me. thank you. Good guy. That's kind of you, that's kind of you Brandy. We, 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 we try um, very hard to, as a company, to put ourselves um, in the shoes of our customers, to, to be our own customer. Um, so... Uh, you know the the the, the, um, the for, for just to you know discuss the click fraud things and more. Um, the guinea pig for um, all of the early releases of the click fraud stuff that you know kind of didn't work was um, Michael. You know Michael here, our, our, our VP of marketing. Michael um, Simmons, who, <laughs> who I was just going to say, yeah. is another terrific. I mean, I have never met anyone who I'm sure Michael Stebbins gets up at 5 a.m. Can I do an imitation of Michael Stebbins? <laughs> I'm afraid. You should be. Yeah, Hi. Right. My name is Michael Stebbins. I get up at 5 a.m. 
While I'm up at 5 a.m., I go promptly to the gym where I run on a 9.7 incline, 27 miles. While I'm running 27 miles on a 9.9 incline, I am reading up on all the daily news, answering my emails, checking my stats, and making sure that my customers are really happy. On top of that, I'm also pouring them all coffee and sending them delivery in their beds so when they wake up, they feel good about doing business with ClickTracks. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's, that's pretty much it. Actually, that is pretty much it. Wow! And um, and it's um, it, it combined all of that with actually one of the key things you said there is measuring the stats. I mean, we as a company, um, we're just relentless about measuring stuff. You know, we really are. And you know, we we we, we use this well-known piece of software to do the analysis of our website, of course. Um, but we, but really, we are. We are. Um, we just so um, uh, into the data. Actually, here, I mean, here's an interesting thing. Um, when we were talking, um, I don't know if we covered this when we were talking before, um, Brandy. But one of the, the one of the reasons that I got into the, the um, click tracks and sort of designed the way the product works is um, I'm a I'm a follower of um, a guy named Edward Tufty. and uh, his his second name is spelled T U F T E, and actually just everybody you know in, I mean anybody listening everybody out there you should take a look at his website www.edwardtufty.com um, he sells books and the books are um, on basically how to present data clearly um, and he's uh, he also lectures and he's a professor at Yale as well really just fantastic stuff I mean really you will you he does a seminar um, he goes on the road like four times a year um, we're such a firm believer in the way that Edward Tufty describes you should present data to people in order to make the data clear and easy to understand, that we send our sales guys to the Edward Tufty seminar to make sure that when they are describing our product to a potential customer, that they fully understand the complexity of presenting good quality data and making decisions that are driven from data. You know, our sales guys... We, we send all of them to an Edward Tufty training seminar to okay. make sure that that's understood. And that's important, especially, you know, in, in, in really being able to, because, you know, when I speak to Dan or I speak to Michael, for example, and I'm, I'm very naive, quite honestly, when it comes to, to your world, which is really becoming a lot, um, your world is becoming a lot more important to me, truly. I'm still... <laughs> Um, Thank you. She used to like hide behind you know all that and, and just point at me and go, I don't know about the numbers. <laughs> well, and hey, now, yeah. you know what? We finally grown up, right? Well, because we used to have no numbers, so I really didn't want to know about the numbers we didn't have. Um, <laughs> now we now we actually do have numbers, and it's interesting. I mean, I do. I am getting my hands better. Um, you know, grasping how many people are listening, why they're listening, what they're listening to, how long they're staying, where they're going, you know. But, I mean, this is the same for anybody who needs to understand, um, you know, analytics. But but I think the important key thing that, that, that John said is being able to serve up something that's, you know, extremely dry information but extremely important information in a way that's easily digestible by other people period, the end. Right, and I think that's what's so important. So, you know, you can have the most brilliant people in the world running a company, but if they're so, it's, but if they don't know how to communicate very important information in a way that other people can understand who don't live in the world that they do, but need to ex- coexist, you've got nothing. All right, so John, is there going to be like a round two of people who've been tracking their stuff now as a result of, of the first settlement, and round two come up and everyone just starts screaming, I fear it. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I think there's going to be this, and some of it's legit. You know what? I mean, really, some of it is. There's, there's people out there that are spending money, um, and it's just, you know, they, they, they'd be better off just throwing the cash in the river. I mean, really, they would. So they should be, like, deploying decent analytics at this point if they are actively um, doing ad buys out there. Yeah, th- I think, um, actually, the key thing, the key thing with um, with analytics is um, deploying it um, isn't. I mean, it's not enough um, because you need to first of all think about you know, given this data. Right, the analytics stuff is just going to produce data. So you ask yourself the question: 
given that data, what is it about my business that I'm going to change? And, right. and if you can't answer that question, or <laughs> the answer may be, in the real world, I can't change my business. You know, some people in large companies, they're just not in a position to, to bring about that kind of change. Right. Because right, they're like right? a battleship. Right. Yeah. You know, what, what are they going to do? So, so in a situation like that, you, 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 you almost <laughs> might be easier to just walk and say, you know what, I'm, the, the, the data is not going to tell me anything that I can really actually do anything useful with. And that's a perfectly acceptable um, outcome. But you know, before you think about the analytics that you're going to deploy, you know, just think about what am I going to do different about my business knowing this. Now, the, the interesting thing is that small companies tend to be able to really change stuff, and they will right, aggressively. Right, Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got that, that's right. They're, they're directly connected to the business. That you know, the 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 CEO will walk down the corridor to the the web designer and say, you know what, that that graphic that you put there of, of you know this this rusting hulk of a car when we're trying to sell you know car repair services or whatever it may be, you know it's, it's garbage. Give me a nice piece of that. that. They they can actually use that data. Now the thing about the the the, the settlement um, yesterday um, is. That allows, if you like, that, that sort of puts in the mind of the, the marketing person a possible outcome for the data. It says, an outcome, if I get data, one of the outcomes might be I could work out that I'm, um, I'm um, subject to click fraud, or I could work out that I've just simply got badly designed landing pages, you know, the mm-hmm. two sometimes being synonymous. Um, so, the, the, really, the the... the the, the, the benefit, what what happens in the market, although there could be people running around, you know, and going to search engines and saying, "Hey, show me the money." Perhaps more importantly, it does encourage people to um, have the the, the 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 courage to get it their hands dirty with the data and start looking at stuff, because there's this sort of very beneficial outcome to the business that clearly is possible. All you got to do is overcome your fear of the numbers, yeah. and dig around in it. Right. Now, let me, let me ask you a question, because, I mean, for me, and, and this could be my silly misconception of things, but, I mean, for me, getting my hands, quote-unquote, you know, um, dirty in the numbers would allow me to think, you know what, when we, let's say we designed our site, okay, and my assumption would be that people would navigate around my site in a certain way. You know, maybe we, we, we beta tested how people would navigate around the site, and um, that's really not how people are using it, but I don't have the ability to see where people are dropping off or where I have an abandonment rate because I've got no way of truly tracking that in a cohesive manner that lets me see, you know, how my visitors are really using the site. So by right. deploying... H- hence analytics. Right. Yes. But, you know, look, you look in the chat room and I think, you know, this is... Uh, these guys are speaking right to point. Um Pardon the username. Dillsmack says, <laughs> or you could have complete dumbasses running companies like most of corporate America. Um, you know, Nevdal says they should be deploying decent analytics anyway. And um, y- you know what? You, you look farther down, and, and you know these guys. I mean, what they're saying is right. You know, um, Dillsmack saying, you know, if not, if you're not, if you're not coming to play, maybe you're not ready to be here. Um, you know, maybe you shouldn't be playing the game and shouldn't be whining and complaining. You know, like if you if you know there's going to be X X percent's going to be fraud, you know it's going to cost you X to try right, and track that fraud. Your- yeah, you build it into your business model, right? right? Yep. Nevdal says, but in a larger corporation, nobody w- wants to be responsible for change. And, um, you know, he says a little farther down the uphill battle, I'd have to fight isn't worth it because everyone's covering their yeah. own ass. Right. And, uh, I, John, do you find that to be true? Do you, do you, people yeah. are, are, who are trying to make that decision and trying, you know, as, as, as potential customers come to you and they go, God, I'm trying to convince my boss that we need this? Yeah, um, there's a lot of that, um, and uh, I mean, I, I just give you a, a great um, example of um, what can happen in the in the real world of web analytics. Um, for for um, many um, web uh, sort of more old-fashioned web analytics programs, um, you can almost tell that at their heart, the goal of the software is to produce a graph that goes up and to the right, and. Uh, if the software produces a graph that goes up and to the right, it gets bought. And it gets bought because it makes people look good. 
um, we, um, we, we designed our tool to, to sort of provide a more um, interactive analysis, I mean a sort of a more um, exploratory approach to the data because we assume that the customer of ClickTracks has, has already overcome the barrier to change. They, they, they've already decided that they're going to get this analytic software and the analytic software is going to tell them what they need to change and they want that because they're willing to bring about that change. Um, but what we've, you know, what we've found is, um, is you know, after implementation, some companies, they, they, they just, they, actually, they don't want that. They don't want, um, they don't want something that brings about change. And I think this approach of covering your ass is, is, is it happens. I think it happens less to users of our software because our software isn't one of these things that just kind of by default produces a graph that goes up and to the right. Sometimes right. our tool produces a kind of an ugly truth. Um, you know, that, that you know, we, we're not doing as well as we thought we were. Um, the web design, you know, the website design, it's actually kind of a disaster. That redesign that we did six months ago was a big waste of time because the data would seem to indicate that the site we had before, the old site, you know, that didn't have the flash intro and all that kind right. of stuff, you know, was actually better. It converted better. Um, what we what we find is um, the customers, the, the the people that buy our software, they've already basically self-selected, and, and they, they, they've worked out that if they buy ClickTracks, it might not make them look so good because they didn't make some very smart decisions <laughs> earlier on. And right, but I don't know, they don't right buy now. it. They go away. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but there's comparatively few of those people. Um, I think so. I think the comment from the chat room um, is true, um, and it happens more than I would like, but it's probably not as common as you might think. There is actually... At these, in a sort of in the executive suite, there are people asking awkward questions. You know, is what can we do to make things better? And um, one thing that we're starting to find, actually, this is this is the this is really great. When you when we see a company do this, um, we know they're going to be successful. Um, the web development, um, or that there is, there is at least um, some web development in the marketing team. Uh, that if if we see a company do that we know they're going to be successful with analytics because we know that the marketing guys will get the data. And marketing guys tend to be very rational, data-driven people. That's just right, part of the education. Why, thank you, John. There you go. It's, <laughs> I, 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 no, it's true. I mean, you know, that's really what marketing is all about. Yes. So if the company's got a, a web developer in the team, in the marketing group, in other words, it's not hived over in IT, in that sort of dusty corner you know, over in that other you know, building C where the funny servers are and all that kind of stuff and the people that work through the night. If, the, if there's a web developer um, in the marketing group, then it, it just shorts, shortens the cycle of getting stuff done on the website. So what will happen is the marketing guy will say, you know, that landing page that we built is a complete disaster. I think we need to change this. Let's change it. Let's experiment. Let's test it. We'll get the data from the analytics. If the new landing page is better than the old one, we'll go with the new one. And that iterative cycle of, of test and, and prove and um, examine, if that's done quickly, and I mean you know, a week for each cycle, the company very quickly improves. They can improve their conversion rate you know, by 50% in just a, a, a couple of months with that sort of approach. Excellent so, advice. So, but let me ask you a question. How much manpower, you know, if it's someone who um, is just getting involved and they say, you know what, I, I really do want to understand this better and I do want to be the best that I can be and I'm prepared. I'm prepared to go, I made bad decisions. Yeah, you know what, because I, I got to tell you, I, I mean, honey, I don't know if you're if you're watching the chat room. John, I, they're, they're discussing in here. Okay, so I'm just going to search because I'm not looking at the chat room. Yeah, they're, they're discussing in here, um, if you go to Sirius.com, you know, for Sirius Satellite Radio. Mm. Wow, the the URL that comes up is you know this unbelievably long. It, it, it's this um, you know redirect immediately to servlet uh, forward slash content server question mark page name equals serious forward slash cached page da 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 da. You know, like 
oh my god so you know in, in retrospect you know when we were discussing um you know companies trying to, to to make that leap and some people trying to cover cover their own ass and you know oh gosh you know should we do this should we not you know is it is it a reality check you know is this something that you know is going to save us money because we're doing you know smarter ad buys and able to track things better da 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 da, da. you look at a serious and, and serious is like you know they're, they're a prime example you know um you know what what is it when when you're you know at what point do you do you have to say yes i need this like what's the most common reasons you know you know how do i say this if you were to ask yourself, you know, a couple of questions, what would those questions be that, that, you know, if you answered affirmatively that you should doggone well be deploying analytics? Um, the absolute, um, sort of the absolutely definitive um, data point that, that, that you really just can't escape from is if you spend money bringing people to your site. Yeah, then you need analytics. Yeah, that, that, that is it. Now, that, that, there's more than that, um, and, and, but, but there are very, very few customers who um, are for us um, who, um, uh, who spend money attracting people to the site and then don't do um, analytics. They tend to not do the right kind of analytics. You know, they tend to look at, sometimes, I mean, you know, criticism might be that, you know, they look at how many unique visitors do I get, and is that graph of unique visitors going up and to the right? Or, you know, and it's a pretty boneheaded metric. I mean, it's, you know, there's very little value that you can derive from that. Right. Um, but just like, you know, just the, the, the sort of catch-all thing, you spend money bringing people to the site. Um, another another question is, um, is what are you going to change on your site you know if the data tells you actually you might even phrase it as are you ready for the ugly truth and um, right. and do you have the resources to commit that's to right these changes in right. a timely manner yeah because that's right. i would assume that data changes pretty you know pretty quickly as well yeah um but it's it's it, um the the process of analytics um is an investment now mm-hmm. When, when you're in sales of any type of product, you know that salespeople are trained to tell the customer that the software that you're that trying to persuade them to buy is, a, is an, an investment, right? And, right. you know, so when, when us marketing people hear somebody else say the word, oh, it's an investment, we kind of roll our eyes, you know, like, oh, gee, you know, I've heard that a million times. Um, so how about but insurance I, policy? I like insurance policy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, it is an investment because you're, you're going to... Um, you're going to be able to improve your conversion. You're going to be either spending less to bring the same number of people to the site because they'll be more qualified and they'll, you know, they'll understand more about your product more quickly and you'll have less time spent on the phone with salespeople or all of these various different measures you could use. Um, or um, you know, you'll be able to um, increase your ad spend. Right? You, know, you can always end up with those, that outcome. Right, um, right. But the, the successful customer um, is is willing to face the ugly truth, and they're willing to change whatever they need to change to just do a better job. Um, it's kind of like, do you, do you want to be good at a sport? If you want to be good at a sport, if you want to win, you've right. got to be willing to work, um, and you've got to be willing to um, unlearn some things that you learned before, mm-hmm. and sort of you know, just just apply yourself. Um, great, great, uh, um, great quote from Lance Armstrong. You know, pain is temporary, but quitting is forever. And it's just so true. You you know, it doesn't matter how painful it is to bring about this change. If you want to do a better job, you, you've got to do it. Well, and I think too, you know, really taking yourself out of the equation a little bit, because at the end of the day, when you're, you know, if you're not using, um, you know, an analysis program. Um, you are guesstimating just based on, like, whatever focus group you're using or what makes sense to you. Like, if you're a web developer or you're, you know what I mean, you're, you're out there. So at the end of the day, you, can, you, know, you, you can't suppose what the masses are going to do. The only way that you can do that is by getting definitive information. And you can't, you, I think people should, you know, I have, like, brandyisms, and one of them is sometimes people place too much emphasis on themselves and sometimes people don't place enough emphasis on themselves. 
don't, you know, take the emphasis off of yourself here. You know, you haven't done anything wrong. What you can do is something right, which is to better, you know, your company, which will better your standing in the company. So if you go out and, like, yeah, you look at the, the ugly truth that things need to be changed, well, it's better to change things now than change things later when someone else has dominated your marketplace and all you had to do was like do business with click tracks for example and you would have taken over the marketplace yeah it's definitely a hot topic you know and and a lot of people in the chat room are very very passionate about it i mean poor nevdal sits here and he he, in reference to he works for sirius so this is kind of why this came up and uh, he says the whole thing makes baby Jesus cry and the atheist in IT who knows how horrible it all is and how <laughs> wonderful it could be. The poor, 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 poor Nevdal. John, I, I, I'm looking at the clock, man. We've come to the end of another hour. It just like flies by. Just wham. Kicks you right in the right in the head, and you you have to with John. pick yourself There's up. There's so off much more floor. to talk to John I about. Know. John, John's 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 a deep one. Hmm. I know, I know, John. You know what? I'm so sorry. We did crack up with that. Do you know what we're talking about? Do you, do you have any idea what we're talking about? No. All right. So when you were interviewing, um, you know, Danny, and you guys were off deep into into your show, you would go, hmm, hmm, <laughs> like, like you know, like a psychologist does, what? kind of, you know, like, oh God. All right. Now I don't you know, know if you did. You ever see like, that? <laughs> did you ever see the sociopathic? No, no, Danny, no. But that's, no, no, no. When he was, he was going, hmm, right? Did, did you ever see the Howard Stern movie? No, I didn't. Okay, so then I won't go there. But I, it, it's we were standing in the studio, and the bass from your voice, right? The speakers are right over our heads. They're kind of powered, and I was standing up at, the, at that moment. And they had it a little louder in the studio that morning than normally, and all of a sudden, you, you started going, hmm, right? <laughs> And my hat's my hat from the bass in your voice. <laughs> he was like the voice of God. <laughs> started to resonate, and, and it just it was vibrating on my head, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> oh, that's wild! That's wild. And it was John going. Mm. Mm. So anyway, yeah, we, <laughs> so that's we, our little John. Lo- so, so John, I want to know what kind of new toy did you just buy? Yeah. Oh boy, I um, it's it's uh, I, I wish it were. It's, purely a toy um, I've had this uh, this laptop computer I've had it now for um, oh boy I think more than three years yeah. and uh, it's, it's really done well I mean it was just great when I came back from New York the day after um, it just wouldn't boot and the um, the motherboard's fried um, and it's I mean you know for me yeah, but it lived it, a nice long life yeah, exactly. And now I've got to, you know, now I've got to shoot it. I mean, that's right. Um, it was, it was not. I mean, I was, I was pretty upset. Now, I've, you know, I've got a backup, and what I did is I took the hard drive out of it, um, plugged the drive into a second machine, and then, you know, fiddled around with some drivers and stuff, and managed to get the thing to boot. So, so you know, I was up and running within half an hour. But yeah, the new toy is actually just all it is is a replacement laptop. Um, yeah. But I did. You know, I did buy something new and nice. I actually bought one of these new um, dual-core um, machines. Don't know if you know about that. Yeah? Yeah. What, what I, is that? What is I, that? I don't know what that is. I, it's, uh, it's, got, it's, got two, um, it's got two separate processors. Well, it's got one chip, but on the chip there are basically two processors on one chip. And I, I use my machine a lot. And I'm always running a whole bunch of different apps. I'm obviously doing analysis. I'm using you know the ClickTrack software to do analysis. I'm running Excel. I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff. And I need a fast machine that can do like 20 things at once. And this box I bought is an Acer machine. It's got two gigabytes of RAM and dual core CPU. Oh, stop and talking I'm like that. Gonna You're going to get Darren all hot and no, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Is it a MacBook? Is that what you said? No, it's it's an Acer. It's an Acer. Okay. Dill yeah. Smack, it's not a MacBook, my friend. Quit that blasphemy in the chat room. <laughs> Gosh. You know, sometimes you just got to take these guys out back and whip the living hell out of them. <laughs> you know, I, I used to be a Mac fan back when uh, when I was uh, editing quite heavily, you know, at NBC and what have you. I, you know, I was an editor, so, you know, I, I, I edited on an Avid, and so I was a Mac fan back then, but good God, man! Why? Why anyone would ever like just tempt you know 
a life of Mac is just I, I don't I don't get it. But you know, some people just yeah, you know they say it's heaven for them. So God forbid. You know, but, you know what? I used to write Macintosh software. Did actually. you really? I did. No, he yeah. did. He did. He was eight, eight, and, and you were also he was a big gamer. He used to create games. Yeah, yeah. After writing the games, one of the, the next things I did was I wrote a whole lot of Mac code. So what did you what did you use, Darren? Were you a, did you have a, a Mac two FX or or, no. or was it the Quadra nine fifty? No. Well, okay. All right. No, no, no. We did have I had the Quadra. All right. So that I do remember. So, but again, that's just like I didn't find it intuitive. I just never found the menu systems navigating. Like I just found it to be an utter pain in the ass. But that's just me, you know. I, I, I think, I think you should really try to say what you mean and, and not hold back. <laughs> you <just. laughs> well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, see, Dill Smack in the chat room. He says Mac development sucked. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I got. I, I just have to watch myself because there are there's so many Mac fans out there, and uh, you know what? Everyone's entitled to their opinion. No, I know. I know. It's 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 all good. You guys. I, I, I would like to talk more. I know we need to go, but I mean, I am intrigued um, to talk more about how you know things will be defined going forward in evaluating real click fraud versus like what you said, like bad landing pages. Well, but- yeah, yeah, you know, definitely a look into the future, and um, you know, I'd like to delve a little bit into how you guys do analyze analyze click fraud because I, I know you got the button. But it'd be it kind it kind of be cool to have some insight on um, you know the work that's you know you guys have, have you know not necessarily showing the secret sauce but you know kind of what you're looking at you know what's what's the mentality because there's a you know I, I know there's a bunch of different mentalities for you know click fraud analysis uh, but it'd be good to kind of see uh, you know a little insight into what you guys have uh, have on tap over there. Hey, I'd be uh, I'd be happy to. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I want. Uh, I'm, I'm thrilled if people want to buy ClickTrack software, but you know, there's a bunch of people um, out there that are, are, are talented users of you know Grep and Unix command line tools, and they actually right. prefer to do the analysis themselves. And uh, you know, there, there, there's uh, there's not um, there's no reason why we we can't describe uh, some of the things that we're looking for um, because if people want to roll their own I think they should did no you, good for you and that's one thing I appreciate about you guys did you, you just say if people wanted to roll their own it's that's okay <laughs> <laughs> God folks hey uh, get click tracks in your corner because I gotta tell you well I think with that we should wrap up I know so, that, thank you so much they've got it on great fun John I gotta tell you Keep your Excuse finger. Me for one second. Yeah, go, I apologize. Go ahead, honey. Before you say goodbye to John, I think something that maybe John doesn't realize, and that maybe you don't realize, but that Dan Robbins and I realize, is that John actually will be addressing all of these topics <laughs> for an hour in the very near future um, on on the network with their very own town hall meeting. That's right. That's right. And that's actually the fun part because you can actually come in and, and uh, like dig in deep and uh that's um that's that's definitely uh that's what i like to do i like it's kind of like you know jumping under the hood and going hey you know what's this what's that and, and going from there so uh definitely look forward to that so you're gonna jump under john's hood you know what we're out of <laughs> here john thanks that's for like the <laughs> only thing i'm good for tonight is like the, the silly comments she's not in the uh, she's not in the office so i can't throw i can't you know there's a, can't throw a shoe at me no there's that did it frog <laughs> around here i like to throw at her so Anyway, uh, John, thanks for coming in, coming on tonight. We really appreciate it. We'll, we'll definitely have you guys back, and uh, I appreciate the insight into what's going on with the whole Google thing because I'm sure you guys are watching this with interest. Thank you. This has been great fun. Thanks awesome. very much. All right, John, take it easy. Thank you so much. There you wonderful, have it, folks. Wonderful. I mean, you know what? He's such a smart, such an insightful man. Um, and you know what? I really do. I really, you know. We pick our uh, we pick our advertisers so wisely. John 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 and the whole crew over there at Click Tracks uh, they they're truly awesome. They're on their game, and uh, they're just good people too. Like like you know Brandy and I had made this mantra about we're we're only going to do business with people that we actually like. Well, I, I mean these are actually people that you can like. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? Especially when you're dealing, I would say when you're dealing with something that's like so laborious, Ooh. although they make mm-hmm. it less laborious for you. 
you want people who, like, you can actually have some fun with, who can explain things, you know, that they invest. I mean, he invests in his employees so that they're trained properly in a way that they can lead you down the path the way you need to be led, which is the path to success. And, yeah, like, they're good people. And John is all about, like, you know what, yeah, use click tracks. But if you're not going to use click tracks, let me make sure I disseminate, like, right information to you because I feel a social obligation. And that's really important. That it is. That, that John Marshall feels a social obligation. I love that. <laughs> I'm speaking for John Marshall. John Marshall, so now you're going to be quoted that you have a social obligation to impart the proper web analysis structure to the world. Mm. Mm. All right. There <laughs> we have it. That was a good, uh, g- great interview. John, John is, he's, he's definitely an insightful guy. Uh, knows a lot about the business and uh, glad to have him on tonight. And uh, that wraps up, I guess, the first Rainmaker of this year that I've had to do in the studio without you. No, without me. It's i got to sit here and look at Ed- Eddie instead. You have Eddie in the studio. But I you do. know what, I Eddie, do. Eddie the Steady, is... <laughs> Mr. Intern. You know, let me tell you something. We, we, we miss Eddie in New York. Mark was phenomenal. Um, so I'm so glad that Mark got to come on the road with us. We miss Eddie. He is... Um, he's just... And amazingly, super creative. Now he's blushing. Great companies. He's blushing now. You got to blush. Can you hear what I'm saying? He can, but he, he's up. standing and blushing. I don't want to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true, Eddie. All right. He, he looks tired, but he's blushing to high hell. Gigs I got to tell you. The gig's up. Eddie rocks. There you go. And he, we've got a we've got a, a, a kick-ass team. So you know, I'm very very blessed and fortunate that way. We do. We do. Folks, that, uh, that wraps up Thursday, your Thursday lineup of programs. And uh, if you haven't been able to tell, there's a lot of uh, new programming being tucked in here and there and what have you. And it's uh, all for you to maximize your goals with your online businesses, right. all with industry leaders. Less music, more programming. That's what we're about here. Coming up uh, on the 21st, not this coming week, but on the 21st, the relaunch of Affiliate Marketing Today being hosted by Commission Junction. So, folks, uh, keep that on the calendar. Uh, for the rest of you, uh, make sure you tell your friends about uh, about the show. And uh, you, too, can listen to this in, uh, in archive and podcast format. Also, and mobile casting. Please and mobile casting. mobile casting. Get us on your cell phones. That's right. Folks, uh, that's, uh, that's it. We will see you next week right here on Rainmaker. Good night.